Hello, and welcome to the Diversity Beyond the Checkbox podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Ferguson, certified diversity executive, writer, and multicultural marketing consultant. On this podcast, we share diverse perspectives from leaders in their industries, explore diversity, equity, and inclusion concepts, and challenge our own assumptions and perspectives to take diversity beyond the checkbox. Before we introduce today's guest, for more insights and resources related to diversity and inclusion, visit thediversitymovement.com. Welcome Lindsay Reg and Sophie Piscina to our podcast today. Lindsay is a speaker and entrepreneur starting her company 321 Coffee in her college dorm room. Sophie is a barista and roaster at 321 Coffee. Thank you both for joining me today. Yeah, absolutely. Jackie, first of all, thank you so much for having both of us. I'm excited to tell you more about what we do with 321. So 321 Coffee is a coffee shop and roaster that's really centered around diversity and inclusion. So we pride ourselves on being an inclusive employer and we have great staff with varying levels of intellectual and developmental abilities. And so one of the coolest things that I see about 321 is just we have a very diverse team and we've got people with diverse skill sets and values and just what we're able to create when all these people come together and work together. Awesome. And Sophie, anything you'd like to add about working at 321 Coffee? Working at 321 is kind of fun and working with friends and my boss is, is and kind of fun too. That's awesome. And then, Lindsay, your background is not in hospitality. Tell us a little about what made you want to start this business. Yeah, so I grew up very involved in the special needs community. So from a young age, I was in an inclusive classroom, and I really saw what people were capable of without some of those societal limits or boundaries. And so when I was in third grade, actually, and I switched schools and it was in the new classroom. And the first people I became friends with were some girls that each had a different disability. And so from being young and being friends with these girls, intellectual and developmental disability, that didn't mean anything to me. You know, they were just my friends and they were people and we did fun things together. And I mean, third grade things. So it was playing together at recess and it was loving the color purple, you know, whatever it was. But like I said, they were people and I saw them for who they were and not for any limit that was put on them. And I think that that innate inclusive behavior is something that is really powerful. And I think we all come from that place. And I'm really glad to have continued that and bring that to a place like 321 Coffee. So yes, I had this experience growing up at a young age and we grew up together. We stayed friends. Those three girls are still in my life today. I'm glad to say they actually all now work at 321 Coffee. But really what happened as we grew older was I had all this great exposure to what people were capable of. You know, I saw paraplegic surf. A couple weeks ago, you know, there was the first person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman. Like just these incredible things that these people are capable of. And when we grew older and I approached high school graduation, I saw the lack of professional opportunities that people with disabilities have for them. I had a a friend and she had been working at Food Lion for four years. And I was just so proud that she had had that job and she had kept it. And she, you know, I was thrilled. And so I said to her, I was like, I'm really proud of you for this job. And she said, 
Lindsay, all I do is clean bathrooms. And Mm. it was just this terrible sinking moment and realization that these people do not always get opportunities like they should. And so that was really the inspiration behind wanting to start something like 321 Coffee. Lindsay, that's so important. You know, I'm doing a course with a company called Abler on disability inclusion. And what I've discovered through the studies is that less than 27% of people with disabilities have jobs. And it's terrible because there's so much to be gained through innovation and opportunity to retain. It's unfortunate that more people and more organizations aren't prioritizing disability inclusion. So I'm so glad to have this conversation with the both of you today. Sophie, what do you do at 321 Coffee? Well, I'm a barista in the world store at 321 Coffee. I am roasting the beans and I'm packing the beans too. And what part do you enjoy the most? I think I, I enjoy the most is roasting and packing the beans. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And 321 Coffee is an interesting name. How did you come up with that, Lindsay? Yeah, so the 321 represents Down syndrome, which is the third copy of the 21st chromosome. And so that was a fun namesake to just keep at the forefront of our business. It's not that we solely work with people with Down syndrome, but it's a big part of who we are. And the story behind that was, so we started this company my freshman year in college. And it was a few of us together. There was a big passion behind it. There was enthusiasm behind what we could do to get this off the ground. And we said, um, we need to come up with a name. What's it going to be? And someone said, Down Syndrome 321. How about 321 Coffee? And it was like, perfect, done, moving on. And by luck, you know, the, the trademark was available. The URL was available. The social media handles were available. And it's stuck with us ever since. That's awesome. All right, let's move on to a new question. How has COVID affected your business? Yeah, so when COVID first came to the area in full swing back in March, like most businesses, we shut things down. A lot of our staff is in that immunocompromised group. And so just to keep our staff safe, the community safe, we we shut everything down, which was it was sad. You know, a lot of what we pride ourselves on 321 is community and the community that we have as a company and the community that we are growing in Raleigh and with customers. And so it was definitely a bummer to shut things down. Luckily, though, we found new ways to stay together. We received a lot of support from the community to keep everyone on payroll while we were closed. We did a lot of fun things as a community and as a staff together during the closure. So we had Zoom calls throughout where we would just catch up. We'd play games. We would write thank you notes to the nurses and the hospital staff. And so it was great to just really maintain that connection with each other. Another really big way that COVID has impacted us was last year, we were planning on opening our second location, which was going to be like a very traditional brick and mortar coffee shop in downtown Raleigh. And so we were at the phases of like negotiating a lease agreement when COVID came and really disrupted the retail industry. And so that sort of turned all of our plans upside down and put us in an opportunity to pivot and to just think about what do we want to do with our business now. And luckily we found a new way to grow despite 
the pandemic and the craziness. So we have begun roasting our own coffee, which Sophie, like she mentioned to you, she's one of our roasters that we were able to hire. So we thought this would be a really new way to make a product and be able to ship it to people so that they wouldn't have to come into the shop to get it. And it was sort of this whole new ball game that we had never played before of roasting coffee. And so it was like, all right, well, how are we going to do this? What do we, how do we roast? How do we teach our staff how to roast? And it's been awesome. And they're so good at it. Sophie in particular, she kills it. And it's been such a great learning experience for us as a company on new job opportunities we can have internally that our staff is able to fit and to fill. It's a different type of job than being a barista. So it's working with different strengths, different skill sets, which I think is a great part of just having a diverse team. But then moreover, it's allowed us to partner with companies in a new way and really get into the diverse supply chain. So Ultimately, it was a scary thing when COVID hit, just like any business owner. But luckily, we've been able to find ways to to grow. That's so awesome, Lindsay. And one of the things that I think about when I think of supplier diversity, you know, organizations often think about purchase orders or invoices when they think about supplier diversity. They don't think about the human aspect of supplier diversity. And I just love this part of the conversation where people can recognize and organizations can recognize that supplier diversity has to do with providing opportunities for a whole new group of people, people that are traditionally underserved in our communities that don't necessarily have the same economic opportunities and it allows them to get level set and provide some equity there. So that's so important. So important. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree with what you have to say. I think, you know, there's all sorts of quotes around just voting with your dollars, you know, and if you're going to, if you're an organization's going to buy coffee or buy single use cups for the office, you have an opportunity there. Are you going to buy the compostable product from a minority run organization, or are you going to buy the cheapest stuff that's going to come from overseas and God forbid, employ child labor? You know, it's, It's these choices that a company has to make. And with these choices come an opportunity for real impact. And I think that's been the coolest thing for me to see is these companies that are really taking actionable steps towards, you know, they want to promote diversity and inclusion. And here's a great way to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk a little more about 321 Coffee. Can you tell me a little about where you are, what kinds of coffee you're producing and roasting, and tell us a little more about some of the staff there? Yeah. So Sophie, you want to help me with this one? Where are we currently located? The farmer's market in the market shops. Awesome. And how many, what days are we open? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Nice. And Sophie, more so than myself, is a pro on our coffee because she's one of the roasters. So Sophie, the coffee that we have, what countries does it come from? Colombian and Guatemalan. Awesome. And so a little fun fact about our coffee is that it is a blend of, like Sophie said, Colombia and Guatemala, and it's a special blend. Sophie, do you remember the ratio that we blended at? 50-50. 60-40. Yeah. Close. <laughs> So Sophie, tell me, do you like coffee? Yes, I love coffee. And how do you like your coffee? I love it in so many ways. I love it hot coffee, even in cold coffee. Oh, wow. 
And do you like cream and sugar in your coffee? Yes, sometimes. I think I like milk more than sugar. Uh-huh. Me too. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing to get at 321? I think my favorite thing to get is the plain iced latte. Ooh, that sounds great. Now, Lindsay, I understand that until you started 321, you never drank coffee. Is that right? Yeah, I still don't really. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a drink of choice, if not coffee? Do you like Yes. All right. We try and keep like a fun seasonal item on our menu. And our fall item is apple cider. And we get it from one of the vendors at the farmer's market from, they're called Whitfield Farms. And it is absolutely delicious. And we heat it up and mix in some really good like spices, cinnamon. And yeah, whenever apple cider comes onto the menu, I'm super excited. That's awesome. I also love apple cider. So Why do you think organizations are hesitant about employing people with disabilities? Yeah, I think that, unfortunately, there is, I don't know if stigma is the right word, but people see differences as scary or unknown as opposed to interesting. And I think that that's a big societal mindset that I'm hoping 321 Coffee can be a part of changing. And so for a lot of people, if they didn't have or don't have a personal connection to someone with a disability, they just may not know about that whole community. You know, they don't know how to interact with someone. If they see someone who's nonverbal, they don't know how to have that conversation, which is understandable. But I think that something that I'm excited for 321 to be a player in is showing that, yes, there are differences, but that doesn't divide us. And there's so much value in these conversations, in these relationships. And I love to see the perspective and the mindsets changing from customers that come to 321, especially because if you walk by our shop, you know, the name 321 Coffee doesn't scream anything about disability. You know, so a lot of times people will come in because they see the word coffee and they're like, oh, great, I just want a cup of coffee. And then all of a sudden, someone's in front of them with autism taking their order and they see somebody with spina bifida steaming the milk on their latte. And they've got someone with Down syndrome chatting with them as they wait for their drink. And it's just this whole diverse team and exposure. And I mean, really just recognizing that these people are people and they want to talk with you and ask you about your day. And they want to tell you about their favorite drink to have at three, two and coffee. And then they're going to hope that you come back to see them again next week. And I think like that experience is applicable in so many different forms of diversity and people who are different than you. And I think that the more opportunities people have to interact with people who aren't like them, I just think that that's where the true value for societal progress lies. Absolutely. Sophie, what do you wish everyone knew about people with disabilities? What do you wish you could tell people about people with disabilities? People with Down syndrome like me, they should feel special for who they are. And they should embrace who they are and feel special in their own skin and Mm -hmm. be who they are. Sophie, that's good advice for all of us, isn't it? To feel good in your own skin and appreciate who they are. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Let's talk a little more about 
three, two, one. And Lindsay, what you're hoping to accomplish long term with three, two, one coffee? Yeah. So, Jackie, I think it really comes back to that statistic around the unemployment for people with disabilities. And it is just way too high. And I hope that 321 Coffee can be a big mover in lowering that statistic and making this inclusive workforce more mainstream. I hope to do that directly with our company. I'm proud that we've got over 20 employees today, but I hate knowing that our wait list is up to 50 people. Mm -hmm. And I'm really hopeful that we can start opening more locations, whether it be other coffee shops or more in this roasting business to just get more people on our payroll. But then above all else, I hope that we can start working with other brands to say like, you can incorporate these people into your workforce too. When I think about the problem that exists, it's this lack of opportunities for people with disabilities in the workforce. The solution is not for 321 Coffee to be the sole employer. Right. The solution isn't even for coffee shops to be the sole workplace. These people can do a lot and they can add value to a lot of different types of companies and workforces. And I really want to start demonstrating how this can be done. And I'm proud that we've had some success with this so far. If you don't mind me sharing, there's a great story from one of our baristas. When I think about like a true success story that 321 Coffee has had, it's with this boy named Sam. So Sam began working with 321 Coffee in our very beginning, like first ever event, Sam was there. And at that point, we were just volunteering. Everyone was just volunteering with the organization. And we were doing an event on NC State's campus. And Sam at the time was living with his parents in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, which is about an hour's drive from campus. And Sam would just drive to and from Raleigh to volunteer with us. And we started then serving coffee on a weekly basis to the NC State football team, which is another conversation, but an awesome collaboration. And Sam would drive every week to and from Raleigh to volunteer with 321 with the football team. Then take a step further, 321 starts growing and we started offering regular events and we were able to take on employees. So Sam ended up moving to Raleigh to grow his involvement with 321, to work more and to really become a part of this community where he had more opportunity, more support to just for personal and professional development. And so that itself was just this awesome thing for someone to really believe in 321 that much. Well, then to take it one step further, we continue serving coffee to the football team. And Sam is our guy because at this point, they love him. He loves them. Sam's this huge football fan. He's a huge NC State fan. I mean, to him, he calls Coach Dave Doran his second dad. They totally embrace him. And they, I mean, Sam started to get invited to like coach team dinners on Tuesday nights. He's getting like sideline passes to all the football games. Like he is just a part of their group. And they ended up hiring him to be a part of their food service team because I like to believe that they just saw the value that he was bringing to their community on a weekly basis. I mean, people would come by to just hang out with him for the hour that they were there, even if they didn't like the coffee. <laughs> and it was just, it comes back to this theme of value of people who are different and different ways that people can bring value. And so sort of back to your question on where do I see the future of 321 Coffee? I hope we can replicate this for more Sam's of the world. Yeah. Lindsay, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Sophie, for you, what do you want to do 
beyond being a great barista and an amazing roaster, what do you want to do in the future? I want to be a chef. I love to cook. Oh, what kinds of things do you like to cook? I like to cook healthy foods, like stuff with keto stuff, like vegetables and meat, seafood. Love that. And do you cook a lot at home, Sophie? Yes, I cook with my dad. Oh, that's awesome. And so what's your favorite dish? So you like to cook a lot of keto, but what's your favorite dish to cook? My favorite dish to cook is fish soup. I made it with cod. That's impressive, Sophie. I don't think I can cook that. (laughs) I love to cook. Sophie, I think we might have a lot in common. We both like coffee. We both like to cook. I like it. So, Lindsay, tell me a little more about you personally. Tell me who you are outside of an entrepreneur and a speaker. Yes. Well, personally, I am a person that just loves other people. I love human interaction. I feel so fortunate for just all of the people who are in my life and the experiences that I get to share with them on a daily basis. And whether it's, you know, hanging out with Sophie, we... Sophie, what's our favorite, what's our, you and me favorite thing to eat together? Oh, yeah, Jersey Mike's. We love Jersey Mike's. And we found out we have the same order that we love. (laughs) And what is the order at Jersey Mike's? Number 13. (laughs) Number 13, Mike's way. It's the Italian. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) But yeah, so whether it's, you know, eating Jersey Mike's with Sophie, it's going on a walk with my grandparents, it's going skiing with my friends and family. I just I love doing fun things. I love coming up with fun things to do, you know, seeing something on Facebook, like this one time someone tagged me in something it was, you know, you can buy a six foot balloon on the internet and use a leaf blower to get inside of it. I called up my friends. I was like, we are going to do this. And, you know, we did that. And it's seeing things and saying, let's do it. And just living life to the fullest, making memories and being interruptible. I love that. And we might have to come back to the six foot balloon, but I'm (laughs) (laughs) Same question. Sophie, tell me about yourself. I know you love coffee and you love to cook. What what else? Tell us more about who you are. Well, basically, I'm always in my room a lot. So basically, I like electronics. I like to go on my laptop a lot. And what kind of things do you like to look at on your laptop? Do you like movies? Yeah, movies, like Disney movies, Disney princesses. Awesome. Are you still taking classes at Wake Tech? No, anymore. I graduated. Oh, that's What kind of classes did you take, Sophie? Well, in my major, I majored in hospitality. That's perfect. Right up the alley for 321 Coffee, isn't it? It's going to help you be a better leader, right, Sophie? Yeah. Oh, and also, I majored in coffee, too. I majored in HQ Coffee. Wow. That's impressive. And so when you think about what you want to do with your career. Do you want to have your own coffee shop? Do you want to have a different type of business in hospitality? Yeah, it's going to be a different type of thing in hospitality. I think I want to cook for WWE. That is, that's a big goal. I, I think that's awesome. Good for you. So, For each of you, 
Tell me a little about what brings you the most joy. I love asking this question because I get so many amazing and interesting answers. I got one. Go for it, Soap. Well, it's actually my parents and my bosses at Sweet to One. Oh, that's awesome. And Sophie, tell me a little about your parents. Do they support you? And and tell me about some of the things. I know you cook with your dad. Well, my parents are amazing. They support me everything that I do, and even when I'm trying to get another part-time job, including with Sweet to One Coffee. That's awesome. It's so important for us to have people in our corner and people that love us, isn't it? Yeah. Lindsay, what about you? What brings you joy? I love being able to support someone in their endeavor such that at the end, I know that they are proud of what was created. So I feel very fortunate that I get to experience this a lot in 321, but the pride that our staff takes in steaming the milk on a latte for their first time. Mm-hmm. I know that I've been able to support them in getting there. And now that they can do it, I know that they are proud of themselves. It brings me so much joy to know that I helped get them there. Love that. Lindsay, tell me what advice you would give to organizations that want to step forward into disability inclusion. What advice would you give them as they begin that journey? Yeah, so I think with anything, the first step towards an idea is to just say it out loud, honestly. It's to say, I want to blank. You know, for me, it was saying, I want to start a coffee shop that employed people with disabilities. And, you know, it may not happen the next day, but that's okay. And then the step after that is to start thinking about, you know, if you've got this big goal, which hopefully you do, hopefully you can think big, you can dream big. But you've got to think, all right, what am I going to do today? What am I going to do tomorrow? Because it's easy to get sort of lost in the big picture goal of what you're trying to work towards that you forget to start using your time now to start having these conversations, start asking around of what types of roles within our company can some of these people fill? Who are people in our community looking for jobs? What partnerships can we create that can add value to both sides. You know, it's, there's a lot of ways to be inclusive, to promote diversity, to make an impact. And the best way to get started is to just start talking about it, start getting excitement, start building your team. Luckily, when you're doing a good thing, people naturally want to do it with you. And so just start generating some buzz and go do it. Love that. And then how can people find 321 Coffee? So we've talked about the physical location, but let's share the website and every way that people can get in touch with 321 Coffee. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a website, which is just 321coffee.com. And we recently launched our online store. So you can now get coffee roasted by Sophie shipped anywhere in the country, as well as some other really good 321 merchandise items. And then we also have a great social media. It's drink321coffee. And we're constantly sharing stories about our baristas, updates from the week, what we've got going on, some good recipe videos for when you get your coffee at home to make along with us. So definitely we would love for people to check us out and just join our community. Awesome. We're so happy to have you both on 
diversity beyond the checkbox. It's been such a great conversation. Thank you both so much for taking your time and sharing your stories. And we look forward to paying a visit to 321 Coffee and some amazing merchandise and some of Sophie's special roasted coffee off the website. Jackie, thank you so much for the work that you're doing and just elevating these stories and conversations and continuing people to think in the right direction. And thank you so much for including Sophie and I and 321 in this platform. Absolutely. Thank you again, both of you. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you like this show, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, and leave us a rating and review as well. This show was edited and produced by Earfluence. If you're looking for information on how full-service podcast production can amplify your voice and build your community, visit Earfluence.com. I'm Jackie Ferguson, and we'll see you soon on Diversity Beyond the Checkbox.